0: or keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for The Warrior's Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. I want to welcome you. This is Pastor Callie uh, and Pastor Cindy, my sister. Uh, We're here today on Facebook Live, and we're also taping for VPN Radio. And we're finishing up the last part of uh, Watchman Nee's book, uh, sit, walk, and stand. And today we're going to talk about the stand portion. I'm going to miss we miss Karen. She's uh, she's out of pocket today, but uh, Pastor Cindy said she'd come in and help me, which is great. And um, we can talk about this. But before we get started, I really just want to pray for you because I really feel like God is um, not only is He uh, preparing us to walk in victory, right? He paid the price for us to walk in victory, and this this book really just so beautifully lays out God's um, real purpose and plan for our lives to right. walk in the promises. Jesus died. Jesus died so that we could be restored back to a garden state, even really a higher state than that because right. we have access to the same things. We sit with Jesus At the right hand of the Father. So we have access to freedom in every area of our lives. And, um, you know, Pastor Cindy and I were talking about at lunch. It's one thing to know something in your head, you can have actual knowledge. But what God wants to do is He wants to take knowledge and He wants to bring it down to our heart and He wants it to become revelation. So we're just praying (coughs) as we speak and preach today and teach that you will get the revelation of what God is really already paid the price for you to have. Lord, I just thank you for these beautiful women and men across the country that are actually listening, whether they're listening live or they're listening later at a later time. They replay, replay the broadcast. I just pray a supernatural blessing. Lord, I just ask you to give us ears to hear and give us eyes to see and a heart mostly to obey. Yes. Because Lord. many times you will help us hear something and see something, but then we need to have the heart to actually walk in that revelation. Yes. And yes, um, I really believe that through this broadcast, many of you are going to get insight from the Holy Spirit. Yes. So I want to encourage you to not just listen to our words, but listen to the Spirit of God, because God is going to give you insight into things that are really pertinent to you and Lord I just declare breakthrough over every listener thank you I declare that we are going to walk according to your word with the full armor of God, that we're going to walk in your blessing. We're going to walk in your wisdom. We're going to walk in your abundance. God, you're going to give us uh, the ability to see spiritually in our lives. And when when we look at the word, when we study your word, God, you're going to open our hearts and our minds to receive everything that you have for us. We will not be blind in any area that you have paid the ultimate price for. We will be totally blind fully awake and alive. And everybody say, amen. Amen. Pastor Cindy, I'd love for you to just start reading. We're, we're at the third part of the book, which is stand. And we talked about sitting and you cannot stand without sitting. And we talked about how that, that affects our walk. When we sit with Christ, But now we're at the stand portion. So can you start by reading Ephesians? Absolutely. And I'm reading the Passion Translation, so it reads a little different. But it's Ephesians uh, 6, and we're starting with verse 10. Uh, Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Life union. Wow. I love that. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings. No. Another translation says flesh and blood. But with the highest "...principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides, so you're protected as you confront the slanderer. For you are destined for all things and will rise victorious." Now, we're going to talk about this in a minute, but he, he goes on to say, put on truth as a belt. This is your armor. Truth as a belt wow. to strengthen you to stand in triumph. Put on holiness, or another translation says, the breastplate of righteousness, mm-hmm. as the protective armor that covers your heart. Wow. Stand on your feet alert. Then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. Or another translation says that your shoes of peace in every battle take faith as your wraparound shield for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies and take the mighty razor sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of god wow love it love it then it goes on to say pray passionately in the spirit as you can Constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. You know, I'm reminded, and we're talking about this stand, and we're going to get more into what actually stand means in the Greek. Right. And what Jesus was saying when he said stand. But I, uh, part of that is just with the the battle's won. Right. Jesus paid the price. Right, right. Everything's been restored to us. It's just a matter of us receiving mm-hmm. it, believing and receiving it. And one of the examples yeah. I heard a friend say one time he owned a piece of land and it was their land. They had the deed to it. Right. But somebody decided to squat on their land. Right. And built a shack and literally had a television out there. And one day when he was surveying the land, he saw the shack on the land, right? And he realized. I mean, they're acting like they own the land, right? But it's my land. But it's my land. <laughs> so he literally took a bulldozer. bulldozer and bulldozed it off his land, right? Because it was not it never it meant to be there. So I love uh, the the stand part of this. It's not that we have to aggressively go and take something, right? Back. It's that it's already ours, and we stand and believe and use the word of God as God pushes the enemy off our land. Absolutely. So we're standing in the finished work, basically. Yes, we are. We're standing in Christ and what he's already made available to us through the cross. And now... Now it's just us receiving it through faith. It's us receiving it through faith. I I can't tell you how many times that I've been in settings in church, Pastor Cindy, where a prophetic word goes out to somebody. And the prophetic word and where they are right then are totally opposite. Yeah. Yeah, You know them. I know them. I, I'm a pastor. I, yeah. You know your people. You know what right. you're always helping them. So maybe the prophetic word is you're the most faithful man in the world, and you know they haven't been the most faithful. Right, man in the right, world. right. But Jesus sees them through the finished work of the cross. Are you the most giving. There was a prophetic word over me. Now, this is unbelievable, but I had come up to the door. Pastor Cindy um, and Pastor Todd are the most kind human beings on the planet. They're very benevolent and kind. And I'm benevolent and kind too, but I have limits to my benevolence, okay? And I'm just being honest. <laughs> well, honest, I do too. <laughs> honest, honest confession is good for the soul. They, have, Pastor Cindy has opened their home up. They've, they've let homeless people live with them. They've just done so much. And so they have a real heart. Well, I come up one day and there's a homeless person sitting in front of our door, mm-hmm. our church door. Mm-hmm. And my first reaction was, this looks terrible. Why are you sitting in front of our church door? You need to move down. This right. looks terrible, right? And I don't like it, and I hate the fact that I don't like it. Yeah. But I'm being honest; I don't like right, it. Right. Jesus knew I didn't like it, and I recognize that in my heart. And I said, Jesus, I want you to forgive me because that's your person, that's your man, that's your woman, that's your that's your that's your son and daughter. Right, right. So I begin to repent, and I ask the Lord to give me a heart toward the disenfranchised, to take that stony piece of my heart and obliterate it. Right. The very next weekend, we have a guy come in, amazing man of God come in, and he prophesies over me that God is going to use me, that I have a soft heart towards the disenfranchised. Wow. Well, I know that God has been working with me on that, but, right. but God was seeing me through the finished work wow. of the cross. How God amazing. was seeing me yes. like He was making me. Right. He wasn't when He said to Peter. Yeah, He's talking to Peter. We know Peter is wishy-washy. He just one minute he's serving Jesus, the next minute he's cussing, he's denying Him. He doesn't know who he is. But when <laughs> Jesus spoke to him, right, he called him not Peter, the wishy-washy man. He called him Petra. He said he changed his name to rock. Right. He said, I see you right. through the finished work through of the cross. cross. And yeah, you've been wishy-washy before, but by the time I get through with you, you're going to be a rock that's right. that's so not afraid right. that you will stand and preach and 3,000 yes. people will be saved yes. and yes. you will put your own life at risk. Because yeah. I see you through the finished work of that's the cross. So good. That's and so that's good. how God sees us. Yeah. He sees us healed, healed delivered, whole. set yes. free, whole, yes. Yes. completely yes. restored back to our garden state. He sees us at the, at the right hand of the Father, in a victorious mode, nice. he doesn't see us broken, he no. doesn't see us messed up. No. He paid the price so that all of that could be redeemed for us. And I think once we get that, then getting his treasure, right? Getting his promises or receiving them, we've already got them, but receiving them becomes easier. It's a matter of receiving, yeah? It's not even going right. and getting, it's receiving. And I really want you to just ask God. Open my eyes to what you have for me, just waiting. The Lord is just waiting on you to say, yes, I receive. Yes, yes, yes. It's like like me telling Pastor Cindy, I just put you on my savings account. And there's a million dollars in there, Pastor Cindy. Yeah. And you go get anything you want, anytime you want. Your money is my money. Right, right. And you don't have to ask me. Your name's already on the account. Just go access it and access it. And that's really what Jesus did. He he literally took the keys to death and hell. Right. He right. paid the price. He shed his blood so that we could not only be restored, but that we could walk in power. That's so good, Pastor Cal. And and that's if we don't sit then we don't know. And we don't <laughs> get that part. Yes, yes, then we'll yes, never be able yes. to walk and stand effectively. Well, you know, uh, just a personal testimony from yesterday. I woke up and I was overwhelmed. I don't know why I was overwhelmed. All I can tell you is how I felt when I woke up. Sure. I woke up thinking about... Things that need to change in our personal life and prayers I've been believing God for and even prophetic words that have been spoken over our life that I'm wanting to see the fullness of. And what I found myself doing was striving. I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? Right, right. right. When really all I really needed to go do was sit. And rest in the finished work that's already been done for me. Yes. And the second I got up out of here and walked into the sanctuary and began to sit in his presence and began to speak the word of God over my situation, everything in my heart changed because I began to see how he sees me and see the fullness of the promise over my life. So, so how do we stand? How do we stand? The question is, what do I do to stand and and uh, and receive by faith what God's already done in my life? Well, part of it is putting on the armor of God. Yes. It's it's putting on the armor. And you, do you realize that the first piece of armor the Lord talks about is the belt of truth? Yes. Yes. That's the first piece. Okay. So what's the belt of truth? It's the truth of the word of God. It's what, what God says about my situation, not what I'm feeling about my situation. If I, if I follow my feelings well, and my heart, be up and down I'm going to be all. up and down and I'm not going to stand. Right. I'm not going to stand because my, the Bible says my heart's deceitfully wicked. Yes. yes. And I don't even know my own heart. And so what I have to do is I have to submit my thoughts to what God's word says, the truth. Okay. So the truth, the belt of truth is what helps me stand, but it's not the truth. It's only the truth. I know right? It's not, I, I can't, it won't change my life if I don't know it, right? So how do I begin to know the truth? I get in the Word of God. I see what the Word of God says about health, life, deliverance, whatever I'm dealing with, family situations, my marriage, yes, my children. Yes. What does the Word of God say about these situations? And I begin to put on the belt of truth. That belt holds everything else on. Yeah. I mean, if you start following, uh, you know, you, we live in a world where truth is the world's truth is like a rushing river it it, it can change in any moment right but god's word is is, established it's established it's adamant it's there it's not moving and that's why it's so important it's like pastor city said it's the truth known uh truth if you don't know it does not apply to your life right so reading god's word is so important and studying god's word and meditating i can't even um express the power of meditating on one scripture yeah sometimes we think we just read chapter 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 and that's all part of it but there have been times I just got one scripture because it was the one scripture I needed the truth in um you know I didn't need to fear I you know we came from very dysfunctional the first five years of our life six years it was so dysfunctional that most people would have been in an insane asylum but when I got saved and through my life, we have battled a lot of fear right? because we didn't have uh, a, st- a stable home. And so fear was always like something that I've battled all through my life, but I've learned through God's word that I can trust God. Right. And now the God of God, the God of the heavens is my father. That's exactly right. The God of the heavens is my mother. Right. And when I have something that's disconcerting, I go to God and there is such faith, but I had to learn. It's the truth known. Right. So I want to encourage you in your sitting with God, make sure you are meditating on his word. Yes. And the areas that the enemy has lied, if the enemy told you you'll never be anything, you're, you know, my mama was this, my daddy was this, my granddaddy. No, that's not true. No, it's not who you that's are. Not, that's not who you are. You're, you're blood bought. That's exactly You have that. a different bloodline. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is your father. Absolutely. And so your blood has been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. And now you walk under a different authority. Yeah. You're not bound to the curses of your relatives. Right. Your only thing that you're gonna get from your relatives are the blessings that flow through That's that bloodline. Exactly right. You can have those. Right. But the curses the curses stop. have been broken. They're already broken. Well for years I I serve the Lord get the word served I'd been saved but I didn't really know who I was yes I thought if I prayed more fasted more read the Bible more did more works for God that I would please the Lord more And it's so easy to get in that mindset, to think that we have to do something. We don't have to do anything, but rest in what the finished work of the cross. And I used to think God was on a budget with me, that he wanted to bless everybody else but me. And I didn't say that out of my mouth, but I believe that in my heart. Sure. I wasn't saying that. Sure. But by the way I was living, I was saying that. Sure. Like, God, you you, will do it for Pastor Callie. You'll do it for somebody else, but. You know, I'm just the little one over here that doesn't deserve it. And, you know, I've got to do something to earn it. No, it's not about anything we do, but putting on the armor of God and standing in what he's already done through the blood of Jesus, through the cross and the finished work of that. And so then we have to pray, Holy Spirit, give me revelation of that, that I have more than just a knowledge of it, but that I really believe it in my heart that you are my source. You are everything I need. I don't need to try to do anything. You've already done the work. It's been finished because of the blood of Jesus. Now, all we have to do is just accept it. Like you said, that money in the bank account. Just go write the check, Cindy. Access it. Access it. I I have a a funny story. My two oldest grandsons, Uh, One is in Austin and one's here uh, in um, Montbelly, a little town outside of Baytown. And they play this game called Fortnite. And of course they play together even though they're in different cities. Well, the oldest grandson, Joey, was talking to Austin and said there's something more they want for their game. Right. And it's an expensive piece that each of them want. And so they're talking to to each other about how they're going to get that. And they're like over three or four days... And Lauren's telling me about this, and so is Wes. Right, how, right. How they can hear them talking yes. about, you know, they're going to do this to raise money, and they're, they're just, they've got this whole work plan. plan. And then all of a sudden, Austin yells, what are we thinking? And Joey goes, what do you mean? He goes, we got Meemaw. Yeah, absolutely, Meemaw, buy it. Meemaw, get this. We got Meemaw. <laughs> and I, we all laughed about that oh, because- Austin had a revelation. I don't have to work this hard. I just got to call. Memo. I just got to pick up the phone, call Mimo. Mimo will fix this. That's exactly right. We got God. Yes. And he paid the price. Yes. And not only did he pay the price so that we could sit, right, and so that we could walk effectively. But he paid the price so So that we we could stand stand Stand. against the fiery darts of the enemy. So when it looks like all hell's broke loose in your life, you got God. That's right. And he paid the price. He paid an ultimate price. He let his own son, his own son die on the cross. Right. So that Callie, so that Pastor Cindy, so that you, we couldn't save ourselves. No. There's no, we couldn't, all we could do was bring, back then they would bring uh, the goats and, and the, and the bulls and they would push their sins ahead. They had a system to push their sins ahead, but the sins were never remitted. Right. But when Jesus came, it changed everything. It changed everything. Yes. yes. And so God is saying, Callie, just stand, stand in my word, stand in my righteousness, stand in my victory. You have access to receive it all, just write the check. That's exactly right. We sit together with Christ in, in victory. Heavenly places, yes. We sit with him in heavenly places. We're not fighting for victory. We are sitting. In victory. And standing in victory. We have already won because Jesus has covered me with his blood. Man, When you know, you can say that, but when we get it, and Lord, I just thank you. Thank you, Lord. That as it's going across these airways through the Facebook and through radio, God, that you are opening our hearts to understand that when we sit with you and when we trust you, and when we face difficult circumstances, because the Bible says you will have tribulation. Yes. We live in a fallen world. Things happen that we don't always understand. But we have an advocate with a father. Yes. What's an advocate? It is somebody in the, it's a It's a type and sh- a shadow of a judicial system. We have a lawyer. Wrong. We have a heavenly lawyer, lawyer. Yes. and he goes before us to yes. the throne yes. and he he stands, Jesus stood yes. so that we could be reconciled back. And I just declare and Thank decree that everyone Lord. that's listening, anyone that's listening, that has been saved or is in the pro- maybe just gave their heart to you, Lord, that you are going to reveal to them that they are a precious daughter. Yes. Yes. And they are a precious son. And they have access to everything you paid for. We don't have to beg. We don't have to plead. Yes. We just yes. have to receive. We ask yes, and we receive. We ask yes. and we receive. I pray for everyone that might be suffering in their body a sickness Thank you, today. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Maybe you're any type of sickness. We just declare that you're healed yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Jesus took stripes on his back for your healing. And Lord, if there's something that they need to do practically, yes. Lord, we just ask you to quicken it to them. Lord, we thank you for miracles of healing where people are literally yes. just going to hear the word and be, and be healed. healed instantly. Yes, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for those that are watching that may be suffering financially. Yes. That you are literally opening their Ooh. ears and their heart to receive the bounty mm. from your hand. Thank you, Lord. No one will be wanting. Thank you, No one will be wanting. I thank you, Lord, that you are, you are giving your children everything they need. You're literally extending to them yes. what they need yes. more than enough, Lord. Not just enough, but more, more than, enough. than enough. I also yes. pray for every pastor yes. that yes. might be listening today. And I just declare yes. supernatural strength yes. over you, supernatural wisdom over you, supernatural blessing over you and your church. It's. 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 More than enough. Thank you, Jesus. More than enough. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. More than Thank enough. You. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. More than enough. There's someone that's listening that has not slept a solid night in months. Not, you have not slept a solid night in months. And I just declare and decree and prophesy that you're going to begin to sleep. Yes. And tonight you will sleep all night long. Thank you, Jesus. And whoever this is, I would really love it if you would message me because I want to pray for you um, consistently. But I just declare in Jesus' name that you are going to sleep tonight, and you're going to sleep all night long. Thank you, Lord. And it started with some sort of a trauma that happened, and your 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 sleep has been disrupted ever since. And not only is God going to give you your sleep back, but God's working in your family to bring forth uh complete restoration, and I just prophesy restoration over your family. In Jesus' name, your heart's been beating fast, and it may be an arrhythmia, and I just thank you, Lord, for healing my sister. I thank you, Lord, for healing my sister in the Lord. I don't know who you are, but I saw you just waking up extremely tired. You're you're sleeping very short stance, And I just believe God has healed you right now in the name of Jesus. And I also hear the Holy Spirit saying to you that if you will just forgive, just lay this down at the foot of the cross. Uh, doesn't mean you have to open yourself back up to this person, but you forgive them. Yes. And you ask Holy Spirit to help you forgive them. Yes. And you're going to begin to see some extreme peace come to your heart your family and your life. And in in, especially in this area where you've been hurt and disappointed and abused, there's healing coming to your life and your family. Amen. Amen. There's also some, um, more than one, but two or three in particularly, uh, that have been suffering financially. And uh, God is going to open up some streams of income to you. Um Two of you are going to get the jobs you've been asking God for. Thank you, and then one of you, God is going to supernaturally just give you, uh, somebody's going to write you a check uh, you, and take care of the debt. I see a debt being wiped out. And the two that are getting the jobs, they're going to be really good jobs, jobs that you can be promoted. Uh, uh, you're going to quickly um, get into a place of abundance. I encourage you to, um, I've lived for God my whole life. Yeah. Since I was 16 years old, I got yeah. saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. So pretty much my whole life. And um I, I there is a secret to um God has a system. And He said, if you will sow, if you'll sow, you'll reap. Right. And and I promise you, you'll never outgive God. No. So I don't know where your local church is, but go to your local church. And if you're not tithing, begin to tithe. Amen. And if Amen. you are tithing, sow a seed. The Bible says, how have you robbed me in tithing offerings? Right. You know, really tithing is an elementary. Um, it's one of the first things we start doing when we become a Christian. It's kind of right. the, the basis. And so I just really encourage you. To be faithful with your tithe, I've heard people say, "I'm going to give when I have money." Uh, if that's your thought process, you'll never have money. No. Uh, start giving. Even some of the most wealthy people in the world that are not necessarily Christians understand the tithing concept. Yeah, and they're seeing the fruit of it. And they see the fruit of yes. it. So I just want to encourage you uh, for those that are believing for financial breakthrough, sow a seed into your local body, uh, whoever wherever your church is. And just watch God. God is no respecter of persons. And um, I cannot tell you all the different times. uh, At some point, I'm going to write just a blog about all the times that God moved on me to so see. Right. You saw a miracle. And and I saw a miracle happen in my life. And I've never wanted for anything. God is always Pastor Cindy, too. I'll remember Pastor Cindy and Todd, they were music ministers at a church on a pretty meager salary and a missionary came and i wasn't there that day but pastor cindy had a hundred dollars left in her account to buy groceries that week and the lord spoke to her and said i want you to give that hundred dollars to the missionary so she looked at pastor todd and said god said give this to the missionary so she did she wrote the check now when you're giving your last $100, it might as well be a million. Oh, well, that's the truth. And <laughs> you know, that's the and truth. when you've got three little kids to feed. Right, right. That next day, I had a very good job in Houston and a lot of favor, and God was just blessing me right and left. And that next day, uh, my boss, I came in and there was an envelope sat on my desk. And, and my boss loved me and loved our family. And he said, I wrote a check for your sister and your brother-in-law felt like I was supposed to do something for them. So I said, great. So I picked up the phone and called Cindy and I said, uh, my boss wrote a check for y'all. And she began to cry and she told me that she had given this money the night before. And I said, can I open this check up? (laughs) Yes, And and she said, yes. And I opened the check up and it was $10,000 and we've we've seen miracle after miracle, absolutely with sowing seed, so for those that are believing for finance, if it's not enough to meet your need, make it a seed Amen. and even if you have all your needs, we need to sow seed That's exactly it's so right. powerful. I wanted to share this out of the book, um encouraging you to stand, okay. We have our position with the Lord and the heavenlies. And we're learning how to walk with him before the world. But how are we to acquit ourselves in the presence of the adversary? His adversary and ours. God's word is stand. Put on the whole armor of God, which I'm going to finish telling you what that is. Starts with the belt of truth. Okay, so you put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The Greek verb stand with its following preposition against in verse 11 really means hold your ground. Wow. I love it. So you put on your armor and you hold your ground because he's already fought the battle. Yes. Right. So now you put on your armor. So when the enemy starts sending all these darts and these lies and all these things that he's trying to get you off, of your sphere of influence that God's already given you, you fight yes. the good fight of faith with the armor that God has given you. So what is that armor? It starts with the belt of truth, right? That's the first piece of armor. That's, that's a very important piece because the rest can't hold on without the truth, right? Then it's the breastplate of righteousness, which is not our righteousness, it's his righteousness. He already went to the cross and paid the price, so that we can walk in his righteousness. We have the shoes, or the gospel of peace, a shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of yes, the wicked. Yes, yes, okay? yes. The helmet of salvation, and then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Yes, that's how we stand we put on our armor and we hold our ground. We don't move. I think about that movie. What's his name? I can just see him. Um Braveheart. And he's going to take he's going to take uh, possession of the the territory. Right. Okay. But before they take possession of it, there is the army all lined up and they've got their weapons, all right? So just p- think about this in in the in the mindset of your armor. Okay. They're all bad. They're weaponed up. And here comes the enemy running at them. The enemy's running at them. And you hear him say, hold, hold, yes, hold, yeah <laughs> and he keeps screaming hold and they're all standing there looking at him like are you crazy i mean they're coming at us they're coming at us and then all of a sudden boom they release he says he he, he i forgot what he said he goes from hold to something and they release their weapons and immediately they have the the advantage in the fight and they win the victory yeah yeah okay they're so not scattered they're not scattered they're all as one in one accord in one mind so here we are we're in the armor of God, and we hold our ground. I want to tell you today, do not quit. Do not give up. Do not quit standing in faith. Do not quit declaring the promises of God over your situation. God, hears your prayers. They are effective. Put on your armor today and stand and fight the good fight of faith that's already been fought for you. We already have the victory. Now we just receive it. You know, listen, here's the truth of the matter you're going to be contending yeah. on a different... I, I may contend on level one right now. Right. But as I grow in the Lord, I'm going to contend on level Another five. Right. Right. And then, uh, you know, when we first started this church, we were believing God just to be able to build out a small section. We were renting this building. Right. We, it took our faith to even get started. Can I add to that? The faith... Pastor Callie, remember when we we were leasing this 8,000 square feet, we'd given our $10,000 all we had. Now we've got to build it out. But later on, a few months later, we walked around the whole complex. We sure did. I forgot. And we anointed it with oil. And there is a scripture that the Lord says, every place you set your foot, I've given you dominion. I've given it to you. So by faith, we walked around this building and we said, Lord, we just thank you. This is our building. You're going to give it to us. Now it took years well, for us to see the fulfillment we got of it, it. We got but it. a couple comes in this church and writes a half a million dollar check and buys this building for us. And I'm just telling you, when you learn how to trust God on one level, right? You know, we're we're, we're now talking about uh, doing a uh, taking another one of our warehouses, and we haven't gotten all our plans together, but we're going to start um, allowing people to come in once a month, homeless people. and shower, and eat, and we're going to get people to cut their hair, and that whole building needs to be completely renovated, so it's a large amount of money that we're going to be raising, but you know what? God's going to give it to us. I have the faith to do it, because Jesus told us to do it. Yes, he did. Those people are his heart. Right. Uh, Jesus said, when you do it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. When you've done it to the people that can't, help themselves because yeah, I'm going to tell you how my personality works and my personality up works doesn't always work like Jesus wants it to okay but my personality is like I, I want to rehabilitate people I, I'm like okay we can feed them but how can we get them where they're not mentally ill or how can we get them where they're self-sufficient and all that's good there's, sure, no, there's sure. programs for that but Jesus just wants us to do our part. That's exactly. Sometimes right. He just wants me to give Him a fish and a piece of bread, and then He multiplies. And then it. He multiplies it and lets it go, go. So I'm just t- saying, when we when we receive the blessing and the bounty of the Lord. And then we do what he says by faith. We will always as Christians live by faith, live by faith. If, if when God speaks something to you, if it doesn't scare the bajeejee's out of you, it probably isn't God. It's probably just a good idea. Not that it's a bad thing, but when God begins to speak to you about things he wants you to do, it's usually going to scare you. And it's usually beyond anything you can accomplish on On your your own. own. Right. Which makes you know even more so that it's God. And I, I, shared this with Pastor Cowley not long ago. There's a, there's a man that comes to our church named Tim and uh, he lived with us for about six months. He's a homeless man. And um, we've got very close to Tim. You know, it's amazing when you bring people close and you hear their stories. Yeah. It changes the way you see them. And I, I'll, I'll never forget sitting, listening to Tim recently when we took him to lunch And he was talking about the people that he wants to help on the street. He feels like he's called to the streets to help homeless people. And as as he's sitting there talking to me, all I could see was my dad. For years, my mom and dad were alcoholics and they were in desperate need, desperate need. And a, a man by the name of Red Sheet shows up to our house and invites my mom and dad to an AA meeting. And that began the turnaround of my mom and dad getting their lives together and getting sober. And I thought, you know, Tim's just in need, just like my dad was. Yeah. And there's so many others out there that are in need and all they need to know is that somebody cares that somebody just believes in them. And, and, um, it's amazing when you do that, you give people hope. Yeah. And that's sometimes that's all they need is just a word of hope. And somebody saying, you know what? I see you as a son of God. I see you as a daughter of God. And I see the potential that you are in Christ, not where you are right now, but where God wants to take you. Yeah. And um, so our desire, Pastor Kelly, bringing all that up is to be able to help people, especially in this area in Baytown, there's a lot of need, a lot of need. And if we can just give a meal, let them take a shower. Uh, get a clean set of clothes, Yeah. then God can do the rest. Get them, out of the, get them out of the heat for a while or get Give them out them some of hope. the, um, Give them some we'll talk more about that later because we're in the planning stages. But I, what I brought that up to say, it, I'm going to have to use my faith, right? God spoke to us and it's bigger than we are, Absolutely, but we're going to have to use our faith. Right. And what is God speaking to you that's, that you know it's God because it's bigger than what you could ever do on your own? Right, right. And right. if it doesn't scare you, it's probably not God. So I just want to encourage you to dream again. I oh, want to encourage so you to not really. be fearful Yeah. to do great exploits. Right. You can do anything that God says you can do. That's right. And you can do it, and God will send you people, and he will send you resources, and he will send you everything you need. And uh, just just be, realize that when Jesus died, and he went to the right hand of the Father, we're sitting with him in, in all heaven those heaven heavenly houses. places. Yes, yes. And so we have the riches of heaven right. at our fingertips. We are his daughters. We are his sons. And I think about my children. yeah. I would go through hell absolutely on my back for any of them. Right. I would fight the worst foe. I right. would I would swim the deepest ocean. Right. If I thought they needed it. And I'm limited in my love. But Jesus is not limited no, in his love. No, and he's not and when we love and when we step out and when we want to do things for the disenfranchised, or for people, and whether it's you know there's a lot of different callings, but use your faith because you have the resources, and it starts with sitting. Yeah, it starts. It all you'll never quit sitting. Uh, it's really in faith and in rest and in knowing that God is more than able to help you. I was sharing with Pastor Kelly earlier at lunch. We sat in a meeting this weekend. We went to a conference, and there was a a man of God that ministered and he was talking about faith and trusting God. And he made this statement and it just like, I don't know, my heart just exploded when he said this. He said, the Lord says, I'm so full of supply. Why do you take so little? Wow. Wow. So I'm praying that God gives me greater revelation, that it goes from knowing to knowing in my heart. That he has everything I need, and he's already done the work it does it's not based on my goodness, it's not based on how how uh, how good I am, how hard I work for him, how hard I pray. all of it rests it starts with sitting in his presence and just knowing who he is, and that he's already done the work, and he's got the supply that we need, everything we need is in him. Now, Lord, give us revelation on how to just receive it by faith. Lord, I just I just thank you, Lord, that we are receiving yes. your bounty. Yes. yes. And I'm not just talking about money. Yes. I'm talking about your goodness. Yes. I'm talking about your love. Yes. I'm talking about your healing. I'm talking about your wisdom. Yes. I just yes. thank you that we're receiving wisdom, yes. how to go in and out among your people how to be the best employee, God, that you've called us to be, how to be the best business owner, how to be Lord. the best mom, how to be the best grandparent, how to be the best friend. Lord, we just thank you for your bounty. We thank yes. you, Lord, that we are healed. You, you paid for our healing. We thank you, Lord, that there is more than enough provision for the visions that you're giving us, yes. whether yes. it's to feed the homeless or it's to do a Bible school or it's to uh, open up your home and have a Bible study, and and sow seed into some women in your neighborhood, or wherever you called us to start, wherever you called us to begin. Whether it's um, you know sending a missionary thousand dollars, or sending a missionary ten thousand dollars to do a project, or a home missions project in our city, or it's to help a friend in need. God, we just thank you. Or it's wisdom to deal with our children, wisdom to speak life into our children and into our grandchildren, wisdom to know how to help them without offending them. We just thank you for the bounty. We just thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for showing us how to be better Christians. Yeah. Showing us how to walk it out in a way that is so pleasing to you and represents your name so well. We want to represent you well. We want to represent you well. Forgive us of the times, especially me, Lord, forgive me of the times that I've been impatient or short-sighted in situations. But God, let, my, let, let the love that you have shed abroad in my heart flow out to everyone I see. Let us just be overflowing uh, With your love and your wisdom, and your and your, uh, give us your eyes, give us your ears, and give us hearts that are obedient to your instruction. I just thank you for everyone that's listening today, and I just just declare you're healed. Yes, in the name of Jesus, I declare you're free. I declare even this week you're going to hear God much clearer you're going to hear the holy spirit much clearer and we just love you we honor you jesus i'm i'm i love you today i pray god's blessings on you thank you pastor cindy for being with me today and we'll see you next week god bless you you. for the past hour you've been listening to the warrior's watch with pastor callie hargraves as your host for more information concerning this program go to bpnradio.com